Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. I love that title that I have given myself, of sensual movement artist. And then I watch myself on video bopping like a little nerd. That's all part of it, people. Sometimes sensual movement is bopping like a nerd. Just so you know, just so you don't feel awkward and you're like, I don't have the sweet, sweet moves. Um, the sweet, sweet moves are when your body's happy. So just an FYI. So welcome to the pleasure zone. What? I just started talking out of nowhere about absolutely nothing. And you just tuned in. You're like, what is she talking about bopping? What's happening? I don't know what's going on. But yes, you're here. You're in the zone, the pleasure zone. Welcome to the pleasure zone. I know it's a freaky place to be. What? Pleasure? What? That's crazy. But that's what we're talking about today. Pleasure in different ways, because that's what we talk about here. And today, after only six and a half years, I'm talking about Valentine's Day. I literally, I don't think, and I think I've got this confirmed by my friend who is also the owner the CEO of Inspired Choices Network. Um, she just checked the deets on that and said that I am correct. I have not done an episode on Valentine's Day. Why? Because I don't make it very significant. My thought is like, what if every day could be Valentine's Day? It might've also stemmed from feeling very rejected many a time on Valentine's Day. So I was like, it's not significant. It don't mean nothing to me because I've just been rejected on Valentine's Day a hundred million times. So I just make it not very important. So I don't have to feel sad and lonely and rejected. That's cool. Whatever your reasoning behind not making it significant is and like your justifications and every way you're trying to explain yourself out of being romantic, that's cool. And if romance just like makes you feel like vomiting, that's cool too, because it's not for everybody. But I'm just saying, what if we could have a different... And just before we got on the show, my producer tonight, Kim Dietrich, was actually saying about how she used to work in the in the restaurant business and how this is like a really significant day for people to go out, go out with their lover, lovers, and have dinner. Maybe they lined up seven dinners in a day. Make sure that that schedule is on schedule at that restaurant and everybody knows what they're going to be served. Wouldn't that be funny if you had like seven lovers and you went to the same restaurant with all seven lovers and you just hung out there in the parking lot for the next one to show up? It's like your meetings are coming in and out the door. Yeah, that's a whole other thought. But <laughs> I would just like reserve the table for the day and have them all just show up at different hours. Hopefully they would know when they needed to leave. That's just my FYI. If I had seven lovers, if that's a lot of lovers, my friends, that's a lot of lovers. Okay. For those, I wouldn't even remember their names likely. So, and I got peeps in the chat room going, yes, please. They would like their seven lovers. So yes, you can have them. I grant you that wish. And 
Um, and if you're just like very much into being your own lover, that's cool too. Or if you're very much into having one lover, that's cool too. And if you are asexual and you're like, F this whole concept, effing Valentine's Day, people trying to get romantic and touchy, I'm asexual and I don't want none of that. Cool. This one's for you too. This one's for everybody because it can be. So I think <laughs> I'm getting reports about lovers in the chat room right now that if you guys want to know some secrets of people's lives, just get in the chat room of Inspired Choices Network and find out because it's fun. And now there's all kinds of discussions about multiple lovers in one day. And yes, the answer to that is yes to the question in the chat room, which I won't tell you because you're not in the chat room. The answer is yes to that. So <laughs> two, three, what? So, so yeah, and so we are going to get back on track and talk about the insignificance and significance of the great big B-Day because it's the B-Day and we like to make it significant. And so for the big B-Day, what does it even mean? Well, just by chance, I thought I would look up Valentine's Day just before I got on here because I've heard rumors. I've heard like the Valentine's Massacre. I've heard of like St. Valentine being this uh, crazy kind of uh, vampire-like dude who stabbed people in the hearts. And I don't know, there's a million stories about about Valentine, but this, this, my friends, is one story I did not know about. Thank you, Wikipedia. From Wikipedia, we find out that Saint Valentine, Saint Valentine of Rome, his patron saint day was celebrated on February 14th from the high middle ages, and it has been associated with courtly love since then. But did you know, which I did not know, he is also the patron saint of epilepsy. What? And as we discussed earlier in the, in the um, before when I was getting on the call, uh, when we were doing sound checks, the question was, is that what they called orgasms back then? I'm summating the question was, is that what orgasms were referred to? Was epileptic seizures back in the day? And maybe, maybe they were. And perhaps he's truly the patron saint of orgasms who is the patron saint of orgasms i'm going to check that out on break because then now i'm curious and wondering what the what and what the heck anyway go ahead read about the history of valentine's day you're probably going to find stuff all over the place that's contradictory because why because we live in a world of contradictions and you can find proof of anything if you want it if i like google searched valentine the one who killed people i could find proof of that if i researched valentine the one who was the greatest lover in the universe i could find proof on that too so google search all you like and does it matter we're making it insignificant tra la la whatever so by making it insignificant, we're going to have way more fun with this because there is so much fun to be had in making things insignificant. And whether you are flying solo in this lifetime and you're the masturbation master or you are in a team and you're doing it like a pro or maybe you're in a team and you're not getting to do it like a pro because maybe you're on different timelines and schedules and all that stuff and that happens too or maybe you just haven't seen each other in a while because covid anything could be true so valentine's day though 
regardless of it, can be a source of pleasure. It can be a source of stress. It can be a source of love. It can be a source of pain. It can be so a source of so many things. Why? Because we make it significant. So what if we didn't? And I want to know if any of you have ever had it where you were like, Valentine's Day is incredibly important. If I don't spend it with my lover, if I don't spend it with, then my relationship's going to end. It'll be over because that's a significant day. And if we don't spend it together in this A, B, C, D, E way, then life is poo. Okay, so if you have that, if life is poo because Valentine's Day doesn't show up the way you want it to, the show just might be for you. And my question too is like, what if every day was Valentine's Day? What if you could show yourself and your lover some love, some gratitude, some affection every day. And you just wake up and you're feeling it. You're feeling the love and the gratitude. Which just made me think, actually, we did a, a kindergarten homework the other day because I've been assisting some kindergartens with homework. And that's what I talk about on the Pleasure Zone, random truths. And in kindergarten homework last week, we were creating a gratitude jar, which was lovely. So on, on the jar, we wrote gratitude and, and then we wrote things of gratitude that went in the jar. Now, whether you're solo or whether you're with a partner, this will work. So if you're solo, get out your gratitude jar, make one. We used a nice little clear jar and some cutie little cutout letters and had some fun. And we all added to the gratitude jar of life. And my daughter was uh, put in the gratitude jar that she was grateful that she hasn't uh, spontaneously combusted. Now, not something everybody thinks about, definitely part of her reality. So put whatever you like in your gratitude jar. If you're grateful that your lover has not spontaneously combusted, cool, say that too. And whatever it is, you know, whether it's having a roof over your head, whether it's having a dick to fuck with, all of it, write it in there, put it in your gratitude jar, enjoy it. Don't you like how I went from something so random to something so like in your face? I know it's cray cray. So in, enjoy your gratitude jar because that's a great place to start. Why? Because gratitude is actually a source of showing people that you care about them and you are included in the people. So you can show yourself that you care about you as well and gratitude for yourself. Maybe today you woke up and you're like, I woke up. So grateful I woke up stick it in the jar. Maybe today you were like, I brushed my teeth without having to think about it five times, put that in the jar. I'm so grateful that I have enough coffee in the house that I'm not going to sleep every five minutes, put that in the jar. So whatever, it can be simple, simple, simple things. The energy of this is to start feeling like you love yourself. So this is love day and we're making it not significant by actually making it an everyday habit. If you're loving yourself every day, does Valentine's Day even matter? Not so much. But we can also have fun. This can be kind of a marking day. The way that people use uh, January 1st is a day to start new things out. You know, usually you get your January going and you're like, I'm going to try all these new ideas. I'm going to get my resolutions going. And then about three weeks in, they're gone. So February, here's your restart date, February 14th. Try this again. 
get your gratitude on for you and look at all the different areas of your life that whether you are not having love in that area or you are having a lot of love if it's work if it's money if you're like I don't have a loving relationship with money look at that and start to develop a loving gratitude filled relationship with these things that maybe those relationships are not present right now so that's your target I'm giving you a target because you might not even know you had one so now you have one and so you're going to get that gratitude jar out. That's one way we're going to start with gratitude for you, gratitude for the ones you love, gratitude for the planet, gratitude for existing, keeping it simple. So that's one thing I'd like you to look at. Now, when we look at relationships, there's always you in there, always. So the first part of having an insignificant Valentine's Day is to fulfill for you whatever you feel is lacking. That sounds almost backwards, doesn't it? I know, because it's almost like making it significant. However, if you feel love that day, then you won't feel lack, and the lack is where you make it significant. If you're feeling fulfilled, it's not even significant. It's just part of your life. It's filled. So what is it in your life where you feel like there's lack? And then you're going to start to fill it. Now, what will that look like? If you feel like a lack of touch in your life, start with you. And if you're going to start with you, you're going to start, you can start in the simplest ways. When was the last time you actually touched your own hand and like felt it? Like my hands feel pretty sexy right now. And like, if I stroke my own fingers, I feel pretty happy about that. It feels pretty nice. Plus I got rid of some calluses. So that helps because I was working hard, got wood, and not just wood, but I've got like wood to lift, you know, so for fires and things. So start with your body, especially if you're feeling a lack of touch. If you're feeling like a lack of cash, even if you have $10 to your name, get that $10 out and rub yourself with it. And what do I mean by that? Like when I say rub yourself with it, do you think I mean to rub your genitals with it? Yes, yes I do. And do you think that's absolutely disgusting? I don't really care. And if you do choose to do this, how much fun can you have keeping that $10 as your mystery $10 cash of love juices that you secretly know is filled with love juices? And now, if this truly grosses you out because you're thinking everybody's going to take Melitza's advice and they're going to run around sticking their genitals on cash and we're going to have like a disease ridden cash. Hell, we've already got COVID. Don't worry about that other stuff going on you're just gonna have some like genital juices happening I don't I'm not so worried about that so uh, and or you can wash it I mean Canadian money will fall apart so if you have American money wash it it won't fall apart like Canadian money will just melt yeah you can rub it probably spray it with some hydrogen peroxide kill those germs if you're really concerned but enjoy that cash have it stick it on your window just look at it. It can be like your new, when you look, stick it on your window, it can be like one of those beautiful images that you get from when you go to church and you're, you got the stained glass. It'll be like your money glass window. It's going to be gorgeous. And you can look at it as the sun goes through your plastic cash and brightens up your day. So if you have lack, find different fun ways to play with these things. Even if you've got that $10 or a dollar, whatever it is you happen to have, embrace that money, love that money, utilize it on your body, with your body, for your body, because that's what the money is for. So 
We're going to head to our first commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Well, we're talking about big V-Day. Not the day in history that was V-Day, you know, that other V-Day. We're talking about Valentine's Day, which was almost like the other V-Day, but not quite. So Valentine's Day, for some people, it's like the death of life and for some people it's like the thing they hold on to because they're like I really need to have the best valentine's day ever my relationship sucks and the person doesn't love me and this is my reality Ah!" so that's one thing however what if it's not significant and like I was saying before what if every day was valentine's day and we're utilizing this valentine's day as like your new year's resolution to a new way of being in relationship with who you, number one, because you're actually in the relationship. What? That's crazy. So with you, with your partner, with many partners, whatever floats your boat. If you are in a polyamorous relationship and you have like 10 lovers, good on you. You can do this for all of them. You can have your gratitude jars for everybody you love, including you have one for you always. And they can put stuff in yours. If you have 10 lovers and they're all putting something in your gratitude jar, you could wake up one morning and be like, they're like, things in your gratitude jar could be like, your pussy is phenomenal. And, oh, I love staring at your nipples. Or the smell of your neck turns me on and gives me a rock on erection. And like, it could just be like, great stuff. Like, this is the stuff that fantasies are made of. It's like a fantasy awesome jar. So how fun would it be? To receive that super free super easy 
and it's something you can always add to, right? So it's fun. It's a fun kind of um, gift that grows, and I think that's great. Speaking of gifts, though, if you do want to give your lover something, something for Valentine's Day, I have created some sexy times coupons. Sexy times coupons. What are they? They are little ideas to keep your romantical life, your sexified life, on track. Giving you some ideas in case you forgot some ideas. There's 18 of them for $5. What? And you can download the PDF. So you can go to my website, melitajelinek.com. Go into my online store, people. I got to have an online store. I have it. And now I'm going to have more products in it. Thanks to my friend, Christine McIver, for kicking my ass on that. And I resisted and resisted. Oh, I resisted for a long time. So now that I haven't resisted, I'd like all of you guys to prove to her that she was right about this, that I needed an online store, and just go on. Pay that $5 and get yourself the downloaded PDF that you can print on fantastical papers of any kind that you like. You could print it on pink paper, white paper, cardstock, shiny paper, glossy paper. It's endless. It's endless, people. And you can have so much fun with it. You could laminate them so you could reuse them. I love laminating. I've got a laminator. So, you know, laminate when you can. And it's fun. So also, if that $5 is cracking your bank account, you're like, damn it, that's my last five. And I'm slapping that one on my crotch no matter what. Cool. I get that. I got something else for you. Totally free. Also, if you go on to Inspired Choices Network, because this is the only place you can get it, it's not on my website. So you need to make your butts go over to Inspired Choices Network and click on my leaderboard. So if you go under hosts, find the pleasure zone, click on my leaderboard for contracts, sexy contracts, you get a free contract. It's basically a contract um, no, sorry, this is not it. This is not a contract. What you're getting is your, your yes, no's and maybes list, but I will have contracts available on my website soon. Sexy times contracts, and they will be super affordable as well, like $5. But for now, your freebie, your very freebie gift from me is your sexy times list, which is like, yes, no, and maybe what would you like to do? And Sometimes there may be things that I offer on that list. So it's two, pa two pages. On the first page, it's, the, it's a list with three columns that you can fill in. And the next page is just a bunch of ideas because I found that when I would encourage people to do this list, they're like, I don't even know what to put on it. A lot of the ideas are very much in the vanilla range and then they start to go a little bit kink. Now, I am going to be coming out with a kink list. It's way more hardcore, but I'd actually like to co-create that with some of my um, my kinky friends who have great, fabulous ideas. And maybe that's something that we will co-create. So very fun things that you can get. You can get then both of those. There are links on Inspired Choices Network to get those products. So a $5 product for your lover, a freebie that you can download multiple copies if you want, that you can share with, of course, you can share it with, um, with your lover so that you guys can both make your list, see what you like, see what you'd like to try. You can even use that list of mine for your yes, no's and maybes, and you can create a game out of it. Here's my thought. Just take that list, print it off, cut it up, 
and pull something, put it all in a hat, pull something out of the hat. If you don't even know where to go, pull it out of a hat and see how it flies for you. If you're like, we're doing anal tonight, love. And your partner's like, what the? It's like, I pulled it out of the hat. The hat said, it's like the magic hat from Harry Potter. If the hat says it, you have to do it. So it's like the magic hat, you have to listen. Pretty fun, I know, I'm full of the fun ideas. So what if you could make a list like that for yourself too? You could, and if that's something that you so desire, I can also have some things for singles on my page that will be great products that you can do for you because it's sometimes you're just in the mood to be on your own. And sometimes you're maybe not in the mood to be on your own, but you're also not in the mood to feel sad and lonely. So you want to have some fun. And I'm happy to create some products for singles as well because I've been there. I haven't been there for very long in my life because I seem to have been in relationships most of my life. But um, I get it. I get where that's at. So singles, what would you guys like? And one of the things I encourage singles to do is like love yourself in the way that you want to be loved. So what the heck does that mean? Now, there is a book out by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. And he has written one for couples. He's also written one for singles. So if you are single, I encourage you to go over to like Amazon or to, um, I love audiobooks. Like go on to one of the audiobooks um, places where you can get audiobooks downloaded and find his book for singles because he has fantastic information on you assisting you to find the love that you're looking for and how to give it to you and how to find that in other lovers as well. So great book for singles, which is a little bit different than working with it for couples, same concepts, same five love languages, just a little different approach for um, doing it with couples. So you're welcome, Gary Chapman, for that very free commercial for you. You're welcome. And if you hear this, would you like to be on my show, Gary? All right, so there was a pondering. We'll put that out to the universe. Wouldn't that be fun to have Gary Chapman here live with me talking about the five love languages? Come on, Gary Chapman. So uh, I, there are so many authors that I think are fantastic and they have so many great things to offer and so many great teachings that are out in the world these days. I think we're so lucky to be living in a time with an amazing way, like so many ways to access information. We're so blessed for that. and. What we can do with this information is find out what works for us. So those five love languages can really help you find out what works for you and start to gift yourself the love that you're desiring. And especially if there's things where you're like, when you're looking back in your relationships and you can find a common thread where there are things that have been missing and you're like, well, the common thread is I never really feel like people spend quality time with me and to me that's what love is and if they don't want to spend time with me then there's no love so if you know that then have that as something that's in your awareness that you require a lover that will give you quality time or at least understands that if if that's not their way to show it that they're willing to work with you on that to give it to you that way so for everybody, quality time is a little different. I have the funniest quality time with my husband lover and we 
we go for car rides. We live in the middle of nowhere. And our, our quality time is driving to like our local hardware store. <laughs> takes us 20 minutes to drive there and 20 minutes to drive back. So we have like a 40 minute drive together. And sometimes we just sit in silence and it's just nice. And it's just like hanging out. Some people would not qualify that as quality time because they require maybe talking or interaction. And for everybody, it's different. So just know what works for you. And if that works for you, and for me, um, I ask for it, right? So if my husband lover is like ready to go out and he's like, I've got chores to do. And I'll like go, hey, I've got an hour off. Can I jump in the car with you and just hang out with you? It's very rare that he'll refuse me. And I get it. Sometimes he will because he wants his own time to himself. And that's how he sh shows himself respect and, and honors himself by having his own time. But a lot of times we just have a good laugh at the fact that that's our date. And that's what's available right now. So um, what I want to say to you guys is it can be that simple. That it's just having the desire and making the request for what you actually would like from your lover. And most of the time, your lover actually loves you and would like to fulfill that. So you'll know if you're on the same page because their target will be to try and give you what makes you happy. And what doesn't take away from them in terms of it doesn't, um, like they're not giving you something that bothers them deeply. So. You know, that, that's kind of where there can be sometimes some issues, like if it really bothers a person, then maybe you're just not suited. But that's not really what we're not really therapizing today. We're looking at how to make things insignificant and have fun. And how insignificant is it to just take a little ride, go to the hardware store? It's pretty insignificant. And at the same time, it shows a commitment. And it shows a gratitude and it shows a level of love as well. So you just need to look at it in a way that is true for you. Don't try and fake yourself because if that kind of relationship is not showing love to you, don't fake it because that's what's true for me. Do what's true for you. So if you need something else, if you need touch, if you need somebody doing acts of service for you, um, whatever those happen to be, know that. Don't try and have my lifestyle, have the lifestyle that works for you. Because I have heard people say to me, well, that's nice for you, but, um, you know, like, I don't like that. I'm like, I'm not saying that you need to like it. I'm giving you an example of how simple it can be. That's all I'm doing. So, well, are you willing to make your life simple, easy, and full of love and gratitude? That's really as, as much as it comes down to for how to make this Valentine's Day insignificant is creating it in the most simple way. So think about some of those things I mentioned earlier and see where your desires lie. And we'll just ponder that over this next commercial. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, 
where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzajelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. All of you, whether you're flying solo or in a team or in a team with many, many players. So cool. We're talking about making Valentine's Day a little bit less significant and a little bit more fun. And one thing I mentioned in the very first segment of the show is that we're looking at Valentine's Day as our next day, like January 1st. It's our next New Year's. Like, what are we willing to commit to? But let's make this all about relationships, not only to other people, but to ourselves primarily. What are the commitments you are willing to make to you? So I bet you've, I bet there are a lot of you out there who have not made commitments to yourself. And a lot of you think, what the hell? Now, if you are thinking, what the hell? Are you also afraid of commitment? Now, if you are, that's totally cool. Because if you're not willing to even commit to you, how on earth are you going to commit to a relationship with another person? I know, what? Okay, so committing to you, what does that mean? That means that if you have your, if you have a certain kind of target in your life, now, if you have no targets and you need to work on that, contact me, we'll get you some targets going. Targets can be easy, really easy things to find. Like your target could be being infectious joy. I mean, we have infectious COVID. Why not infectious joy? How much could infectious joy outdo all of this crap? So we have infectious joy. I like to be the energy of, I like to be not always joy. I like to be like um, a few energies. So, but if it is the energy that you primarily like to be, invite that into your life. And then when you notice that you're not being joy, you stop yourself. That's committing to being infectious joy, right? So if you're not being infectious joy and you're like, oh, I just noticed where I was being a Debbie Downer, 
like, oh, okay, I was being a Debbie Downer. Now, what can I do to switch that? Maybe it's just to stop and breathe and dump the shit off of you. Just dump it off like sludge coming off of you. Just let it go. Because you know what? A lot of times we will have so much stuff that that we have committed to that's not creating for us. We've actually got so much stuff that we've committed to that is in favor of other people's hopes and dreams and realities. And it's diminishing the things that we actually want to have in our life, that we desire to have in our life, that we, we aspire to. Maybe we even perspire towards them as we're sweating to create them. And we can have this desire to create, absolutely. Now it's what are you creating? Because sometimes we are creating uh, things like you're, you might, you know, you might be just doing whatever your lover wants to do. Whatever you want's fine. Well, that's not really committing to you unless you've kind of given up all of your hopes and dreams and, and uh, desires and you're like, uh, I've given up on the thought that I'll ever have that. So you're not even committed to you or your life or the fact that you are alive. So that, that commitment to you is not going to exist. So Valentine's Day, the only thing that we're going to look at it as is a day to consider that you could commit to your life. Now, you could even do a ceremony if you like, where, you know, you could have uh, all the things you'd like to commit to, you could write them down, you could burn a little candle, you could burn a little incense, you could dance and make it around it for whatever turns you on and floats your boat. And I think that sometimes rituals are helpful for people. That's why people have ceremonies when they get married and ceremonies when they get have uh, bayats and baptisms and christenings and things like that. So we have and and mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and all these um, these sorry not just mitzvahs but bar mitzvahs bat mitzvahs we have all these celebrations that signify things and they all have ritual involved. So when you do it for yourself, create it as a ritual too that you feel connected to. Now if it's just like writing down your hopes and dreams, write it, burn it. Cool. There's a little ritual. Bless it, kiss it, rub it on your body. I love rubbing things on my body. So just bear with me. I've been rubbing my body since I was little, rubbing things on it since I was little. This habit's not going to go away anytime soon. And so rub it on your body, whatever turns you on. And I really, when I say committing to you, when you do, it's like that same philosophy of if you're in an airplane, and it's going down and they say, give yourself oxygen first. It's the same thing. Commit to you first and then your relationships will also be able to thrive and survive. Now, if you commit to the other first, it's giving them oxygen and then you're dying and you're like, oh my God, I'm dead. And they're kind of half wavering too, but you give yourself the oxygen, you can survive. Then you can look after the rest of the people. So that's number one. I like to move around a lot when I talk, so I hope you're keeping up with my giant movements. Kind of very animated that way. So if you are watching on video, I'm highly animated. And if you're not watching on video, you might be hearing the movement because I'm so full of movement. And uh, that's fun. And 
Um, and I was going to say something about that too, because movement actually does create greater in your life. If you're, if you are committed to being stagnant and you don't want anything to change, then your life won't change. Now, if there are things in your life that you don't like, all you got to do is choose movement and things will change. If you are standing here right now where you're at and you took one step forward and turned around, very little movement, you would have a completely different perspective of the room. So right now, from my angle, I would be looking into a closet. Now, if I turned around, I would have the option to look outside through a window at a forest, um, at, a, at a log cabin, at some birds, at a whole bunch of stuff, right? It's a one step and a turn can create a completely different perspective in your life. Not a lot of movement required. There is choice and commitment to that movement. You could just sit here and go, yeah, I'm going to move. I'm going to take, uh, yeah, yeah. I know if I, if I just stepped over there, it would look different. Then take the effing step and see what it's like. Yeah, so I get that a lot of people just want to stand there and talk about how, oh, I know it could be different. If you know it could be different and you desire it to be different, take the effing step and make it different. Now, for everybody, that step could be different could be a totally different circumstance so if you're like I would like I want freedom in work and I want to be an entrepreneur yet you have never in your life taken the step towards becoming an entrepreneur you're not actually committed to that choice so you're not committed to you right and in not being committed to you you're not actually loving you or having gratitude for you that's pretty simple it's a pretty simple circle we're talking about so when we're talking about making Valentine's Day insignificant. Do you see how I've even talked about it from a business perspective, from a life perspective? We're making this day part of your life because it's, it's day, it exists. February 14th exists so far as we know it in this reality. And we're utilizing this day as a springboard point to create for you the life and the love and the gratitude that you would like to have in your life for your life and for others in your life and for your life, right? So I think it's just a really being in the world. Now, how can we make it fun? So that some of that might've sounded heavy. We're talking about work and taking a step and oh my God, it's daunting. Now you could take a step that's incredibly serious and you know, you could be wearing like army boots and make sure that your step is exactly the way the sergeant told you to take the step. Or you could put on fuzzy bunny slippers that have holes in them and you can do a pirouette that you almost fall over in, yet you'll end up in the same place having a lot more fun with it. So it just depends on how you approach it. Do you approach it with total seriousness or do you approach it with play? And I was aware like years ago, I think it was in my early 20s, I was a nanny at the time. And I had this idea for workshops. I was, I have had entrepreneurial ideas since I was a child. And so, and innovative ideas. And anyway, so here's one of my ideas. And if somebody out there wants to run with this, go ahead. Cause I've had this idea for 25 years and I've not done anything with it. So in my early twenties, I thought, grownups, you need to get over yourself and start to play more. Cause I spent all my days playing and it was an incredibly fun job to be a nanny for three kids full on nine to five every day, sometimes evenings, loved that job. And um, why? Because I got to play all day, all day. 
it's amazing. I got to play with puppets and craft and do stuff and play outside. And, and I get like, there's a lot of grownups who think that would be hell. And, and you know what I know about that is the only reason you think it's hell is because you think life is supposed to be painful and daunting and tedious and a lot of work. But if you could just run around and play whatever you loved when you were a child, if you loved kicking a soccer ball and you could get paid for that every day, how fun is that? I love playing dolls and puppets when I was little. So getting paid to play dolls and puppets was amazing. And so as they take, take it, so here's the idea was the workshop is a whole bunch of grown-ups and a box and what do they do? They have to figure out 10 ways to make the box fun. Do you remember when you were a kid and you got a box? That box could turn into an apartment building, a ferry house, a car, a boat. It could turn into a train, a bed. There's six right there in five seconds. And that's how fun it could be. There's somewhere in us that we can't think out of the box and I know I was like I was pretty literal about it but I was like to get people out of the box we need to get a box we need to get grown-ups in a room playing with a box and I, I told people this idea they're like that's nice I'm like I don't know how to get people to come to my box class <laughs> so so um, anyway if nobody else is taking the idea for box class maybe next summer I will have a box class to get your creativity flowing get you moving. We could even have sexy box class. The 10 different sexy ways you can use a box. That could be fun too. And so what I do know is that we can utilize, um, we can utilize different aspects of our life that can enhance, like, so aspect of my life, when I was 20, being a nanny, that was fun and playing was fun. I can take that aspect of my life and translate it to now. I still like to play. And I still like to play with puppets, frankly, but I also like to play with adults and I like to play with bodies and I like to play in a different way now. So my life is still play and fun. And for me, when my work gets serious, I don't get the results I'm looking for. When my work is fun and playful and silly, silly to me and I'm laughing, I create, as soon as it gets like serious, I was like, funk. So even a surgeon could have fun and smile. And think about that movie, um, oh, what was his name? The doctor that uh, Robin Williams played and he was like the happy, funny, laughing doctor. You know, he had fun even in the midst of people having chronic, yeah, patch, chronic disease, right? That is possible. And that created change. And they know that the people who were treated by him had dynamic change and they felt hopeful and they felt happy. And we can have that. So we're gonna head to the next commercial here on Inspired Choices Network, The Pleasure Zone. And think about it. Think about the ways that you can have fun, that you're like trying to make things serious, but you could just add a touch of fun. Put on your bunny slippers and see what happens. So. We're going to head to our commercial. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? 
Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So tonight we've been talking about, you know, pleasure, Valentine's Day. How do they go together? Aren't, isn't Valentine's Day like the epitome of annoying? <laughs> Uh, not always, right? So sometimes it can be fun. When, how can Valentine's Day be fun and insignificant is when you're choosing to have fun with it and make it insignificant. Well, there's a summation in one sentence, isn't there? And so one of the things I've been encouraging you to do is use Valentine's Day as like the New Year's Day resolutions, specifically gearing it towards love relationships, love for you, gratitude for you. And then outside of that, it's relationships with lovers and others. So it's, you know, you could have like a best friend that you just want to spend Valentine's Day. So that's like the others, right? Uh, Unless your best friend becomes your lover. And that's pretty sweet too. Whatever works for you. Or your lover is your best friend or all those combinations thereof. And so who would you like to spend Valentine's Day with? So let's start, ask five questions. So who would be fun and ease to spend Valentine's Day with? And maybe it's just you. So two, what would you like to choose to do that day? You know, maybe you'd like to give yourself a romantic dinner. Maybe you'd like to buy yourself a little something sexy. Maybe you would like to do something with your lover. It's always good to let your lover know in advance so that they're not making plans too and like got cross plans happening. So, you know, who would you like to spend it with? What would you like to do? Um, Where would you like to go? There's a lot of options right now with COVID, but you know, you can turn your own dining room or living room into an oasis. You could turn your own living room into this beautiful space where you know you could have a picnic and you can eat a beautiful picnic with yourself or your lover and or you can make your dining room into like a beautiful restaurant with fine china and have a lot of fun with that there's so many things that you can be doing for the where that doesn't always have to be that you're going somewhere so if you are going somewhere though you know it depends on the part of the world you're in where that could be legal hell if you're in italy they've just opened up like 20 or 200 some random number of restaurants just went loco and they just opened up all over the like just all over Italy like just like 
rebels opened up. So if you're in Italy, you can go out. And if you're not, not so much. And there's also, um, so we got the who, the what, the where, and then like, why are you celebrating this? Like, do you have to? So find out what your motivation is behind celebrating this day. Is it to show yourself gratitude? Is it to prove to yourself something? It doesn't really matter what the purpose is, but find out what your motivation is anyway, because we tend to have choices based on a motivation of some sort. And if the motivation is to, to help uh, to assist you and facilitate you in breaking like an old habit, awesome, go for it. So lots of purposes behind it. And I think those are all, they're all, as long as you know what your motivation is, it's not relevant what it is, as long as you know what it is. Uh, so that's the why, who, what, when, where, why, and how, how would you like to do this? Would you like to celebrate this, um, you know, maybe with your clothes off, clothes on, where would, you know, there's, there's, use those five questions as an exploration for your Valentine's Day adventures. And that can kind of break it down to make it not significant as well, so that you can have a little bit more joy in it. And I encourage you to do something totally random and silly. If that means that you're making yourself a little hand puppet with like lipstick and going, hello, I love you so much. I no, I love you. I love you so much. Whatever. If that, do something that makes you laugh that day that's totally silly and totally weird to break the energy of significance. So random, silly, and weird. And if you have no ideas, trust me, I'm full of them. Send me a, how do you do something random, silly, and weird? Even if you talk in an accent, that can be random, silly, and weird. So do that. We actually have an amazing show coming up next week. Uh, I have a guest, his name is Shafiq Kamani, and we'll be talking about different things uh, to do with, um, so he grew up in a Muslim household as a, I think he kind of had to hide his sexuality for a while. So we will be talking about what it's like, what it was like for him to live in a Muslim household and be, um, identifying as homosexual. So it's going to be a fun conversation. I was on his podcast um, and I will have links for that when mm, the podcast is up and available. So you'll be able to listen to my conversation with him very soon as well. And the week after that will be another solo show followed by a show that I missed. Um, I missed having my guest on for Gaia Morissette on February 22nd. I'll have Gaia on We'll be talking about the importance of BDSM education because it is highly important to know what you're doing for safety purposes. And, you know, sometimes people just jump in and they don't, they don't actually know what they're doing and a lot of harm is done. So I don't want you guys to know that I adore you all. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.